up, my listeners? Welcome to another episode of the Midge and the Keg NFL podcast. Host as usual, Billy, and my co-host Jimbo. How are we doing today, Jimbo? Yeah, good, Billy. Not bad, mate. Not bad. As uh, people will be won't know when we're actually recording this, but uh, give you a big shout out, Jimbo, as it is your birthday. Happy birthday, son! I hope it hasn't been too of a stressful birthday for you in the old lockdown situation but uh hope you've had a half decent one either way yeah it's been all right day off work so that's uh it's always a bonus that's good anyway isn't it? <laughs> always mate always happy birthday on that one and uh right guys so we're not actually so the first one we've actually done Jim, was actually been reviewing the games uh that have been going on we thought we'd do a podcast episode because this seems to be Obviously, the, the the hottest topic in the league right now, as well as actually probably quite the most interesting as well. You know that there's a lot going on with this. So, if you haven't heard the news, uh, Deshaun Watson uh, is looking to get out of the Houston Texans organization with with a few uh, ruffled feathers, should we say, Jimbo? He's had a, he's had. There's been a lot of reports, not from himself, but a lot of reports from. You know, NFL execs, sources, leaks, everything like that coming out of the organisation that he's he's had some ruffle feathers uh, in the past. Yeah, say, I, th- I think that there's multiple things happen. Obviously, the trading of Hopkins last year, then promises not been kept to him. And also, probably the poor team performance probably hasn't helped, does it, really? No. I think if they were a little bit in more contention um, and he knew that there was something maybe to work with, May have may have swung his decision, but either way, obviously he is still part. He is still a Texan. He is still part of that team at the moment. We don't think it's going to stay that way. He, he I, I think within the next week, it could be very soon, sooner rather than later. I think he will be traded and gone because I think from what we've been hearing, he's not returning phone calls to to certain people in the organisation that are trying to get in contact with him. You, you know, when you're when you're having that type of rift with someone, you know, when you think of people having a normal riff with someone if they're if they're ignoring your phone calls you know they're pissed off you, you know it's it's not a, it's you don't have to go two ways about it to figure out if he, he doesn't he doesn't want to talk to anyone uh, other than probably his manager to try and get him out of the team yeah i, I think that it, it's looking that way at the moment isn't it unless obviously the texans won't want to trade him and it's quite rare that a quarterback of his stature would be traded especially with uh, the four-year contract that he's actually got but at the end of the day, if he if he doesn't want to play for him and he even potentially refuses to play for him, they've got no doubt, no other option really, is they other than to trade him? No, definitely not. Otherwise, he's just going to sit on the bench right in, and especially with the contract he's got, not starting at quarterback. Um, I, I, you know, you look at the um, the new GM Nick Sario, who obviously I can imagine he'd love to keep him. You know, as much as. Look, his talent, you know, he is definitely within that bracket of definitely a top 10 quarterback um, wherever you want to place him. He, the, the, the guy's outstanding. If, he, if you put him in your roster, he makes you better, 100%. So you look at, obviously Nick Sarah would love to keep him, but I think from, from what we've heard and certain talks, Watson wasn't actually happy with because they didn't consult him. Uh, the, the yeah, so when he, when he signed the contract, he... He actually signed with an agreement in place that he would actually get input on the hiring of the new M, new, new GM, new coach. You know anything that affects the franchise. He's a franchise quarterback. He wanted a little bit, bit of input. 
yeah. Texans went behind his back and hired Nick Casario without consulting him. Then they failed to interview the offensive coordinator, uh, Eric, uh, I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> Eric Chief Bielini. offensive coordinator. Yes, yeah. And, Chief um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, despite him much suggesting much that that's who he wanted as the new coach. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it, it, as much as... And I think, I think as well, of, after the trade last year, I think he just feels like he's not been valued yeah. at the, you know, side. I think and he obviously, feels, yeah. He probably feels they're not really going to win anything either. So why would he sort of stay there and not be valued? No, it's true. And I think I think he feels like they've probably took the piss, maybe, maybe just more than once, you know, it's not been... Um, out the blue, you know what I mean? Like, it has sort of led to bad decisions. I, I know Bill O'Brien sort of fucked them over, you know, like, <laughs> it isn't entirely their fault, but you have put the guy in charge and he's then done deal, you, the, arguably the top receiver in the league. Um, Deshaun Watson's best friend and weapon on offence and you trade him away. You know, you, you're starting to, to put them boundaries in place where, you know, you're... you're your line's not far off, you know. If they've crossed the line, they're fucking well over the line now. So I think you look yeah. at that, then that's half a reason as well. Now, we won't talk too much about it because obviously a lot of the reports, you know, they're not official. There are some like decent ones from NFL execs. The main one, he's not talking to them. And from the looks of it, he's not going to be there. As much as I think, I think the bookies actually have him as even staying, don't they, Jimbo? But we're going to tell he's, you two fucking... favourites to stay, yeah. Well, but I you think that's just... that. I think that's just the fact that it's very rare that a quarterback of this ability would be traded with four years left of his contract. Yeah, I think that's half of it. I think you look at their cat. It depends who actually goes for him as well. But yeah, I did it. I think we're both in agreement. This is why we're doing this segment. I thought it was really good, really good to talk about rather than put split, not, not doing a big segment on it. We wanted to do a, an actual episode on it because it's quite interesting. But he's not going to be there. I'll, I'll call it now. Like <laughs> I'm no mind reader. It's a bit obvious. If if he somehow stays, um, Nick Sario and whoever the rest of they in charge must be doing a miracle to keep him there. Because as well as the, that's bad about having a new GM there to try and keep him, from rumours around the league as well, apparently no one wants that head coaching job, mainly because they know Deshaun Watson is not going to... Deshaun Watson is most I likely I think that that's where he's going to build bridges, isn't it? That's where there's an opportunity there to sort of say, look, Deshaun we will go and get your head coach, you know, and that would potentially build a bridge and that would be sort of the, the pathway to him staying, really. I think that's probably the only way, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, I think it seems that's the way, doesn't it? And um, we'll go through the teams that we think, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that some of them might have an opinion. We think these are the key teams as such that will that Deshaun Watson has the best landing spot or they've got the best chance of landing him as well. So we'll go through them, Jimbo. And I think the main one we've we've really got to mention, as much as they've had quite a lot of hype, even though they're not favourites taken, they're, they're joint second favourite, but the New York Jets, we have to talk about them. And I think they are, they, are, they have some pros in terms of if they offered Watson, uh, sorry, if they offered the Texans a trade for Watson, it is actually quite viable. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing. I think the Jets have got the most trade capital out of any NFL team, really, haven't they? You know, they've got the second round, they've got the second pick, they've got the twenty-first pick this year, they've got extra picks in the third round as well. They've they got are, draft capital. Yeah, and, and, and they've and got a lot a, of cap space as well. You know, they've got yeah. a lot of cap space to work with. I think it's called over the cap sixty-five million 
you know, in spare cap space going into the season, which is massive, really, in a season where a lot of teams are struggling if the cap is dropped. Yeah, you know, they, they can, they've got free reign to really do what they want. Massively. I think that is one main pro for them. We'll go through pros and cons. It's the main thing for them. They've got draft capital um, that I think, let's be honest, if Houston know they want to try, know they're going to have to trade him, even though they wouldn't want to, but they're going to have to, they're going to want to get the best deal possible because, of course, you do for a player like that. You're not going to just give him up just because he doesn't want to go. You want to get the best out of him. So, if we're looking for a potential trade partner, when you're looking at someone like the Jets, you, you well, put it this way, they don't have a first round pick this year. So, if you trade him, you, you, you'd most likely. I think, and I think the Jets should give it up because ideally, from the way their positioning are, what they're drafting for, they could they could give them the second pick. As much as people might disagree on that, they they could because I, the second pick is mainly for a quarterback. That's what they were going to be after. Because I don't think yeah. personally they'll keep Sam Darnold. Um, I don't know Robert Sala might might per- per- persevere, but obviously this is the choice, right? If you say to me, right, you can get Sean Watson for this or you can keep Sam Darnold. As much as I think Sam Darnold would do well with a, better, a different team, I think he has some trade potential. So so ideally, the tra- Jets could trade Sam Darnold, get a few picks, well, I, or yeah, maybe I mean, a pick I think, out of him. I think he has to be included in the agreement, really, if I'm honest. I mean, you know, a first yeah, yeah, this year, yeah. first next year, probably talking maybe a first year after that as well, potentially, and Sam yeah. Darnold. You know, that's I how much that's capital a, That's a fair has. package, really. I think so. You're looking at a quarterback that hasn't really been traded like this for a, for a long time. Like you said, the Matt Yudon's contract, the, the, the way he's playing, you know, the, the, the potential he has to change a team is there. So the, the draft capital, the Texans will want a fair amount from them to get him. So the te- so the Jets have, have that. They have plenty of cap space, like you said. They'll easily cover the contract. And obviously a franchise quarterback is going to be your main uh, cap uh, take any way off that so that's not you know anything different um, they do have a new head coach um, Robert Sala um, a lot of people like around the league he had a, he's done a really good job with the San Francisco 49ers I think he's been there three years now for, as the DC maybe two something like that um, and he's done a decent job you know they were you know they were only in the Super Bowl last year all right they, they were plethered with injuries this year and obviously offensive issues as well um, but he, they, they like him as a signing, as, as, as a head coach. So that might entice Deshaun Watson. I know he was probably more sold yeah. on the, the enemy. Um, but it's not a bad coaching hire at all, is it? You know, no, you it's Deshaun a young Watson, team as well. You know, they, they improved towards the end of last season, picked up a couple of wins. Obviously, you know, overall it was a very poor show last year. But they did pick a couple of wins up towards the end, improving, they're young. Probably not his ideal landing spot. No, no, I don't think it would be because this. if we go straight to the cons, you know, we'll go sort of as fairly quickly as you can with them. So we've got a few pros there. I think, yeah, 100% draft capital, plenty of cap space, and they've got a nice new head coach, right? Okay. And like you said, they're quite, there's quite a young roster as well. The main con for me here is just one con. Is it a post, is, it, is, this, is this a rebuild? As much as I, don't, I do think Sean Watson gives you maybe not that title if you sign him. So you're not in a complete rebuild. But I think Deshaun Watson knows it's a young team that, that they're still in a re they are in, in in effectively before they sign if they if they trade for him and sign him, sorry, are in contention to, to really be in a little bit of a rebuild. So let's call it one maybe one or two years that he might have yeah. to not sit back, but you know, he it's gonna be 
harder. You know, he might blow us away. They're not going to go and win it next season, are they? They're not going to go and, you know, they're they're, not going to go back. They are in a weak division that he could dominate. But But bar Buffalo, yeah, there is, yeah. Yeah, you know. no, I agree. But I think that is the main con, unless you think there's a different con. I think that is the main con. That, that I will he is he willing to really give up two years of his career? Essentially, not you know, like in terms of what he wants, because he just wants to win. You can just tell that. Yeah, and I think the, the important thing to remember in this this deal is that he has got the no trade clause in his contract. So yeah, no, it's up to him to sign off where he goes. Exactly. So I think that is probably the one thing that does hold the Jets back is they're not going to be the most attractive team for Watson. They'd be the most attractive no. team for the Texans, but not necessarily for Watson. No. But then it, you know, it depends how, how desperate the Texan how desperate Watson is to leave. You know, if the Texans say, look, we're only going to accept a trade offer from the Jets, he's probably going to have to sign up on that, isn't he? Yeah, 100%. Um, looking at the Jets on that one, and they are joint second favourites. So at six, uh, they are at sixes, they're at six to one. I don't think it's a bad price. I was quite shocked when I saw it, if that makes sense. I thought it was a little bit like, okay, yeah, I mean, because like, like we pointed out, there is potential there, but I don't think really in Watson's terms. I think the beauty about this market, I think it gives us value everywhere we go because where the Texans are even money favourites to keep him, and we really don't think he's going to stay at the Texans, it just pushes every single price bigger. So yeah. our most likely landing spot is going to be a fair price for us. Yeah. And no, Jets, I, I do I make so. the Jets favourites just because of that capital, six to one. It, it looks, seems fair, but obviously you have got to remember: does does he want to go there? Yeah, that's the one. So that's covering the New York Jets trade argument for Deshaun Watson on that one. Right, Jimbo. Next on the tradable destinations for Deshaun Watson now. Uh, we're looking at this team because they are. We're going on a bit of the market here as well, and it's actually quite interesting because when we had we when we've worked it out, we've looked at the cap situations and we've had a look at what is what can can it be done basically, and, and is it viable for the Texans and also Deshaun Watson? Um, Carolina are joint with joint with the Jets, is it Jimbo? They are joint, aren't they? Yeah, joint six to one favourites. Yeah. Okay. Well, second favourite. Well, if, if he stays, but yeah, he's not staying. Favourites to leave. Yeah, second favourites to yeah. leave. That is the point we're making. He's not staying. So so we've had a look, Henry Jimbo, and from a standpoint, we looked at a one big possibility, which we, well, we think that could work and it couldn't work, could it? So you, it's, you take, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's doable for Carolina. They can afford to... It's doable for the Texans. They can afford to bring him in. Um, yeah. You know, would I want to trade Bridgewater out in regards to the deal? I think we said that is the option, didn't we? we that, that, that if there is yeah. an option, they can they can they can offload Teddy's contract. It is doable. It's an expensive contract for the Texans to take on. Really, I think they'll probably be looking for a slightly cheaper quarterback. But it's only a one year. They're only really tied into Bridgewater for a year if they did trade for him. Yeah. So basically, in people that don't get bored by the whole cap situations, they could basically, like I said, they could have him basically on a one year prove it deal. So whoever's the head coach. Um, if they have one by that time, um, to actually run an offense to see what he can do. You know, Teddy's not, you know, as much as I, I think, he, you know, he's had a little bit of a disappointment in Carolina. They're already talking about moving him on anyway or drafting a quarterback. There has been talks about in Carolina and the fans as well. They're not too sold on him. You know, that he's had the one year. I don't think they're enticing to keep him for another. But he's still a pro, he's still a veteran. I still think he can do some things with the right coordinator and the right team. 
you know, you can do that with a lot of players. I mean, I mean, prime example, look at Ryan Tannehill, you know, he's had success at times when I, you know, people never thought he'd have success anywhere else when he left Miami. You know, that's yeah. just a little example, yeah? So, he'd have a one-year prove-it deal, and then, like you said, if it doesn't work out, they could effectively cut him the next year. They lose about five mil in cap. Yeah, it's only five mil dead cap next year. Or or the other way around, they could, if they really liked him and they wanted two years on him, they could restructure this year and make all his money guaranteed, but they would have to keep him for the two years then, realistically. Yeah. They'd have to see what they'd like to do. Um, I think... Now we move on to sort of what Deshaun would... I mean, I mean, if we talk... Sorry, we'll talk about the draft picks that they get. So, obviously, they'd give them their eighth pick. Um, I'd imagine they'd probably give them a first next year. Really, I'd that's say the, the next Texans two years. Want. Texans will want at least two first-round picks. I think they'll want at least three first-round picks, to be honest. You know, a player of his ability. They'll take... So, if they took two, they'll take Teddy and maybe like a second or a third, something like that. Yeah. We'd said that they that is more that is a viable deal. They'll get to Sean Watson. They yeah. might even give them back like a sixth or a fifth or something like that um, for just draft capital back to them. Deshaun Watson, as much as uh, you know, we're not in the mind of Deshaun Watson. But if you if you told Deshaun Watson, oh, you can play with Christian McCaffrey next year, I'll tell you what, I mean, <laughs> I don't think he'd. I think he'd be very happy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, look, he, look, look, look what the, you know, look what the guy can do. He can catch, he can run. He's a, a look, he's a great weapon for them. They've also got Roby Anderson, who had had a really good year in a sort of dismal year for Carolina. He's actually played really well. He got a thousand yards this year. Curtis, Curtis Samuel's really elusive, and he's like a double threat as well. I like him. Yeah, um, I think he's a thing, fair offense. Really, I mean, a they're losing a few pieces on the offensive line, I believe. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think their offensive line is in a little bit of a restructural sort of fucking. You know, they're not ideal at the moment so I think that might put him off a little bit but there are pieces there that I think Deshaun Watson could massively work with more than say a few other trade destinations should we point out on that one yeah I, well, I don't think much- personally that he's gonna you know I don't, I don't think personally this is the ideal spot for him I don't think they would do it either um, I think that's obviously we've mentioned thing. it because they are very high in the betting mm. and we want to point out we don't want him to go there. <laughs> For our Falcons' sake, I do not want to be playing Deshaun Watson twice a year. So, really, really annoying. But, yeah, I really don't want him on that one. But I think... I mean, the the problem there. with Carolina is, if they can't get the Texans to take Bridgewater, say they, you know, they don't want Bridgewater, it's the Carolina Panthers are going to have 17 million in dead cap on Bridgewater this year. It's still a saving of 3 million, but... You know, that's a lot of dead cap to be taken over. You know, your, your Deshaun Watson contract's going to cost you a minimum of 10 million anyway. Yeah. It might no, get a little bit expensive for a team that haven't got that much cap space next year. I think they're about 8 million at the moment. Right. Projected. Yeah, yeah not exactly ideal situation. They'd have to work. They're not in a strong position as the Jets. But, no, but it no, is very no. durable for them. You know, for a player of his calibre, that is very durable. They could work around it. No, I think that they could give some stuff up. Like we said, we don't want it to happen, but there is a slight possibility there. So if you're Carolina fans, as much as I think you hold the clutch into straws a little bit, there is there is potential there for a trade for that big man in Houston. Pass interference, defense, automatic first down. Right, guys, moving on to our next tradable destination for Watson. So we're looking at Jim Glove. I think you've actually put some money on it, Jimbo. This is your uh, you've had a, you've had quite an extensive look at uh, this team uh, in yeah, the Miami think, Dolphins. 
I think this is the one that makes by far the most sense out of any trade. They're in at eight to one at the moment. They've got loads of capital. They've got third pick this year. They've got the 18th pick this year. They're a good side. They've got loads of cap space, you know, to work with. And also, the thing that really makes this workable, I think, is they've got Tua Tagalova, who was the fifth pick in last year's draft. He could really be a guy that the Texans take a chance on and really work with the next few years on a cheap rookie contract, you know, to build an offense around. He's, he's going to be okay. What, what's your thoughts on him? Yeah, Tua has been fine. I think, um, obviously, what they did in Miami, they had Fitzpatrick start. You know, and, and the thing, thing, the problem, I think they had a little bit of a, a little bit of a conundrum, uh, Miami, because obviously Fitzpatrick was there to obviously nurture Tua, and obviously he was going to basically pass the torch over eventually. We didn't know how long it was going to be, probably a year or two, um, most likely a year. You know, something like what Alex Smith did with uh, Patrick Mahomes, something like that. Um, uh, but the problem was Fitzpatrick was winning, <laughs> so it's hard to take a quarterback out as much as yes, Tua is your is your future. You're also you don't want to don't fix what's not broke, you know. You know, but they they decided to in the end anyway, and it's and it did sort of pay off. They did finish ten and six. They only just missed out on the playoffs. You know, we did, we've got to remember this. You know, they weren't far off. So, yeah. two has won games. Two has got a lot of potential, and I think the main thing, like you've pointed out, it, it's it's a very valuable thing for the Texans to know that with whatever picks that they receive from Miami. They won't have to use it on the quarterback because you have if you, if if the GM and the coach whoever it will be is sold on tour, they like you said they can use him as a project, exactly. see how he gets on. Yeah. You know, on a, like you said on his rookie deal, he's only been there a year, so you've still got years and the and the option as well. So it's and if it works out, it could be it could be it could be a really decent trade for both teams because you do yeah, get exactly. some, a lot of, a good nine times out of ten, don't you? Where a lot of trade deals happen. And it always seems to favour one team, and and it and it really fails for another. So the, this could be a rare situation where it actually benefits both franchises. Um, exactly. So I mean, do- the Texans are looking here. I think you know they'll be looking at picking up Tia. They'll be looking at picking up a third pick in this year's draft. Back. I'd probably say a second back. rounder. <laughs> yeah, that's take quite it back. interesting. They would actually take the pick back. That's actually what's actually even more yeah. funny if it actually happens. So that's actually and the beauty of this one, as opposed to the Jets, they wouldn't have to use it on a quarterback, for example. No. I mean, the Jets potentially are going to take Sam Darnold. I wouldn't say he's as good as as good a prospect as Tua. No. Um, you know, they can use that on other talent. They probably get a second rounder this year, and I would probably say a first rounder for next year as well. You know, and that's um, for a capital in for a team. That for that me would be a, a fair trade. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think Miami still that, keep their A team for this year, so they can still yeah. pick up a, a good player in the draft. Mm. You know, they pick up a top ten quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think that is more than very much more than reasonable for both. This is what I mean for both teams. Texans get what they want. They want a bit of draft capital. Lo and behold, as a bonus, they get a young, a decent quarterback as a prospect on a rookie deal that's still there. You get Miami who are, they are a, they're a playoff contending team. They've got some great players in that team. They're only just missed out. We've got to remember, although they did get blown, blown out by the bills to not reach the playoffs, they were one of the, that in their percentage on actual making the playoffs, they're actually quite high in that last game of the year. So they were quite unfortunate. You've got to remember that they, they they're not yeah. doing this by luck. The team is there. They've got a great coach in Brian Flores like the back office, you know, they, they've built a strong, very balanced team 
on both sides. And I think that's the main thing. And I think Deshaun Watson would, if they said, would you go to Miami? I think he'd bite the hand off a little bit. Yeah. A great line. They got Devontae Parker as a good weapon. Um, and like you say, that there is potential there for them to, to, to definitely extend. And they're above the cap. They can make some free agent signings to, to help out as well. So it, I think it's a, it could be, this is the one team that could be a win-win for both. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it depends what the Dolphins are fit. You know, do the, how high are the Dolphins on the text? We don't, on um, Deshaun Watson, you know, we, I imagine they'll be very high. Yeah. But most you know, we are, don't completely you know. know. Maybe, you know, maybe they are happy to stick with her. But for me, this is, this works for both teams. It's somewhere that Watson's want, going to want to go. That's you know, the Texans yeah. are going to save money and pick up three very good draft players and tour. It, it seems like so a no brainer if you have to offload him. Yes, yeah, this is it. Um, so are you, as it's live on air, well, recall on air, <laughs> we'll go for you there. So is that your, off, at the moment, your off-season bet? That is like the oh. bet to jump on for the off-season. Yeah, for me, eight to one, massive prize. I think it's the most likely, you know, unless unless you are someone who believes he's going to stay at the Texans, they won't trade him, you know, fair enough. But if you think he's going to leave, this for me is by far the most obvious landing spot. Eight to one, no. the way to play it. Fair enough. Could we see Deshaun Watson in the aqua blue jerseys down in hot Miami? We'll have to uh, we'll have to see. That's Jimbo's favourite take. Uh, best landing destination for Deshaun Watson. Holding number 55, 10-yard penalty. Right then, moving on to our next candidate. So we're looking through Jimbo and it is on there. They are the technically the fifth favourite is the New England Patriots at 10 to 1. Yeah, I think that this, another side that makes a bit of sense, I think somewhere that Watson wants to go, really. You know, they've always won things. A lot of draft, a lot of um, cap space. Yeah, the cap space is key here. They have a lot, don't they? What are they, like 56 mil over the cap? Yeah, well, they've got 56 mil space. And they also, the you know, the thing to look at here, they've got 62 players contracted. So don't need to necessarily fill any spaces on the roster. So, I think you know, there is, technically yeah, speaking, they, they, they could improve some, yeah. Technically speaking, you could, if you're the Patriots, go and trade your whole draft. I know that's, a, you know, really <laughs> not going to happen. They could do give... A, do, do, what, Coach Belichick does a Mike Ditko and goes, yeah, fuck yeah. it, I'm going to trade my whole draft for Wicked yeah. Ricky fucking Williams. Yeah, yeah I mean, right, I, okay, I don't think that would happen, but... <laughs> the position the New England Patriots are in, where they've got so many players contracted... They don't need to fill the little gaps in the roster, you know. They could go to free agent and spend some money and bring in Deshaun Watson. I think that's the main thing here. To work with. It's yeah. not really the Patriots' way. You know, they don't no. seem to really do many trades. No, but, they don't. Draft draft wise is a little bit funny as well because they've always um they've always made decent free agent signings. So this is the year for I think for the first time in a little while, they actually have a lot of like cap. So they can Trade for Deshaun Watson, whatever they give him. So I'm guessing they'd probably have to give, they'd have to surrender, obviously, this year's first round and probably the next two years, let's be honest, because that's their capital. And that probably they have. second as well, because the fit, their thing is they've only got the 15th pick. Yeah, this is it. It's a mid range pick, isn't it? So you've got to look at that perspective. And let's be honest, the, the chances are, as much as I know no one plans for it, but if you do trade your two picks away and they have Deshaun Watson, what, what, who's not saying that the, Deshaun Watson could? could propel New England to be a playoff team 
which means that they would be even higher up in the um, yeah uh, sorry lower in the draft for a pick. Yeah. So you've got to look uh, at that capital as well. Very good point. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to look at that. Um, as much as I don't think GMs do that much, they just sort of take right. It's a first round pick. Like they can play with it, yeah. whatever they want to do. They're QB needy, obviously. Um, Cam Newton's only on a one year deal. I don't think they're going to bring him back. Um, really, I don't think there's been any talk about it. Bill Pelichek's there. That's a big thing. It is like yep. he's a very good coach. All right, yes, he's struggled since Brady's gone to get that. But let's be honest. As much as I think, what cracks me up, right? People saying, "Oh, have, have they failed a bit?" I think they should have tried to retain Brady. Don't get me wrong, but they still got seven wins out of Cam Newton, and I'm not. No disrespect, Cam Newton is not the Cam Newton. He not MVP Cam Newton. You know, he's not what he no. used to be. So to get seven wins out of that with the defensive team you have. It's not bad, considering it's been the first year without Tom Brady. So I, I can't say it's an actual fail. I think the one thing people feel that like they failed on is that they could have kept Tom, maybe, you know. and Because yeah. Tom Brady's proven it. He's in the, and he's in the championship game with the Bucks, you know, in his first season. It's surprising that he didn't he retire with the Patriots, realistically, you know, when you've got a player that, that good. Yeah, you try but, you and know, it hasn't worked out like that. And yeah, I think... Definitely not. <laughs> I think the problem for New England is they're going to have to give up a lot because they've only got that 15th pick. It's nowhere near as valuable as the Jets' second or the Dolphins' third. No, you know, so they are going to give up a hell of a lot for the, to make this trade happen. But I also but think that it's worth doing for them. Well, it's worth the future. If you're going to get just a, a, an in-prime Deshaun Watson for the next 10 years for three first-round picks, I'll take it 100%. He gives you that chance. And, you know, like you say, you can then build on the team. I think it's perfect. You know, that it seems yeah. like New England but effectively had a year out and then gained another franchise quarterback. That's insane. You know, yeah, so it, and, and you know, so you look at it like that. Um the main con um for me, I don't know about you, I did mention the offense. As much as yes, there is room for improvement. They have a couple of nice pieces. Their, their line's not bad. They got a nice a few nice players on that line, on the offensive line. I like Sony Michelle. He's he's great, he's a nice pick. Um, Harry Keneal I think is going to grow into a better receiver I know they've got Julian Edelman but he is aging I think there isn't as put it this way in terms of other teams I don't think the offence looks as luxurious than some other no, but, teams I mean, in the trades you've got to remember even when they had Brady they never really had the weapons did they you know they never really had the no, no this is true know. but it is Tom Brady that, that's the only argument it, Tom Brady made things work and, and I'm not yeah. saying Deshaun Watson isn't great but we're talking Tom Brady, who is one of the arguably, and it's going to be a debate forever, uh, the, what the best quarterback of all time to, to yeah. do what he did against someone who is still, yes, he's a top 10 quarterback, but he's still, he still needs to get his playoff wins. He still needs, you know, there, there is questions yeah. still there. So you're looking at that. Um, is the, uh, also the cold weather, as much as I know it shouldn't affect pro athletes, but believe it or not, it does. I mean, some some quarterbacks can't go... I mean, prime example, a lot of teams struggle in Green Bay because it's so fucking cold. Yeah. So if you if you send, I don't know, a, a warm weather guy, which effectively is Deshaun Watson, he, you know, they played in Texas, and you're sending him to New England, in, but you know, it's it's pretty cold up there. So that's it's a challenge. I think that's it. It's also based on Deshaun Watson's person personal opinion yeah. as well because of the no trade clause. So. Do we think do, do we think he would want to go there? As, I, I as think it, personally, place, you, know? you know, you go to New England because of you got Belichick, Belichick. there. Yeah. You know, I think that that is enough to outweigh the cold weather. But yeah, it's it's a point. You know, it's a fair point. I think that's then my main cons because otherwise, like I say, that the possibility is there. 
I think the Texans won't go there more than Deshaun because of the truck draft capital. I think that's what we... Yeah, we I think that's to, what it boils to. down to. You know, yeah, I just don't I think, think so they've it's... got enough, really, to, to I make I think 10 a nice price, but I don't think it's worth. I think you've got a better chance lumping on Miami rather than New England. But, you know, in that respect. So, looking at that, so could we potentially see Deshaun Watson pick up... Well, I, ideally, Patriots pick up where they left off took a year out and then came another franchise quarterback in uh, Deshaun Watson. We'll have to see. Passing interference. Defense. Spot of the foul. Right, guys, we're not going to go through, you know, every team, every every price, you know. We'll, we'll be here for a long time. We can point out all the pros and cons, go through every cap, you name it, we can go through it. But what we're going to do, we're going to go through a few outsiders that we like. Well, well one of you will think like, your main one, Jimbo, is, um, and to be fair, it's a very good, very good point because we looked at it and it's actually very doable for them, is uh, the, the, uh, the, the 49ers. Yeah, I think I think they're in a similar position to the Patriots where they haven't got as much capital, you know, to actually offer the Texans. But they have got plenty of room to cap. I think that Garoppolo is going to be cut. It's going to save him $24 million to cut him. Hardly yeah. any dead cap as well. So that it's very doable one. to bring him in. They're going to that want the a they, quarterback. They yeah, exactly. They have to. You know, they're going to actually probably save potentially £14 million by cutting Carapolo and bringing in Deshaun Watson on the cap. Yeah, I think... Saving. Yeah, I think that's that's how you're going to do it because when, just put it in respect to people that work it out. So if they cut Jimmy G, they they say 24 mil, they've already got 11 mil on the cap. So you, you, gain, you then gain a capital of 35 mil over the cap. Deshaun Watson will cost you what? What do we work out? Is it 12? Uh, the the minimum is going to be about eleven million. Uh, that's right. if you restructure his deal slightly. But if you look at that from a Niners perspective, and if you're John Lynch, you get your franchise quarterback. Yes, you take his big contract on. Look, if you're a quarterback, if you have your that is the position you pay your quarterback, right? If he's going to win you games and get you in the playoffs, you don't care, right? You're paying the money. So you look at that. Even after that eleven million, but they still have like twenty five mil over the cap, so they're still gaining. Like they actually have a little bit more money to play with in yeah. the free agency, so it's not like the worst thing in the world for them when you look at it like that. So I think you know I think they're similar to New England really in the fact that they've they've probably got the space to do it, but have they actually got the picks? You know they're they're picking what are they twelfth is it or something like that? I think it's twelfth. Yeah, eleventh. You know, they're going to have to package more more picks for to make it viable for the Texans. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you know, oh, at the price of twenty to one, it's a team that are a good side. They've got a good defense. You know, last year they were going quite well before the injuries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they had a massively plethora of injuries on defense, on offense and defense. George Kittle was out for a long time. Obviously, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo was injured as well, so that put it down as well. Still managed to get, I think, it was six wins in the end. But yeah, their yeah. defense was just riddled with injuries. They've got they had a great defense. Like we point out, last year they went to the Super Bowl. They nearly won the Super Bowl. You know, we won't go into that for 49ers fans to, to relive the heartbreak. But, you know, that, that this this team is solid. So I think if you're Deshaun Watson, you, you'll it happily go there. Happily. If it was if, if the trade was on the if it's, if the trade's on the table, yeah. Deshaun Watson would, I think, 100% go make me a 49er. 100%. 100%. Yeah, so I think it's a, it's a viable option. I wouldn't say it's one of the more likely ones, but it is viable. It would make that division very interesting. 
Oh, massively. Um, I think I think that really yeah, you look at that division, that that'd be you've got you look at your quarterback, all right, maybe other than the Rams, all right. We'll we'll point out the Rams defense, how good they are, right? So the Rams well, imagine, defense there. Imagine the trade Russell, to the Rams. Imagine the Sean Watson to the Rams. I mean I I, I don't <laughs> think that's possible. I I well, can you imagine? I don't know. I think Sean McVay would be in head over heels, but I don't I don't think it can happen. I think that I think they're, they're like in, twenty odd million. They're, in a, cap, very, they? they're in a very poor position cap wise, yeah. Yeah, I think you know, um, Jared you look Goff at, contract yeah. has pretty much tied him into Goff, really. Yeah, that's, I, I don't think that that's very impossible. We won't go into that just to, to get your Rams fans' hopes up. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen at all. But yeah, you, you if you looked at that division, you've got Deshaun Watson maybe at the 49ers, Russell Wilson, the Rams defense have got to go up against, and Kyler Murray in Arizona. That'd be an amazing division, and it's actually been very um well up for it this year in the division. So can you imagine adding Deshaun Watson in the mix? Be actually, just for pure fan entertainment, I'd take it. I think that'd be great. That'd be really great. So 49ers on that one. Um, we did talk about it because obviously we always bring our team up. Um, <laughs> I, look, I, I think in logical terms, I think, I, I don't know what, the, you know, we've got a new GM now, Terry Fontenot, but I don't know... I don't think it's that. I mean, look, I think we're like 25 mil over the cap, so I don't think it's very viable. But I think the main thing is, I reckon if they actually, if he really, really wanted to get him, I think he could. I think, but the problem is, you've still got Matt Ryan there, which we which we, we will talk about in another episode. But I think as well, we don't have draft capital. I don't think the Texans would ever take it. I, I think the only thing that would sway Watson to go to Atlanta is because he was a Falcons fan. He was actually a Falcons ball boy, you know, when he was a kid. You know, so I think that's the only yeah. tie we'd have. Um, yeah, I mean, for me personally, it's impossible just because of the cap space. We've only got 33 players contract next year. You know, we've, we're 24 we've million holes. in the hole we've and holes. we've got 20 <laughs> positions to fill, you know, so. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 yeah, we're, we're, in a, yeah, we're in a dodgy phase, man. So, to be honest, I, I'm happy with Matt Ryan, to be honest. I, you know, for another couple of seasons, it's not, yeah, we're not really in a position to move I on just think if, at the yeah. moment cap wise so no I, I know the cap yeah. was there possibly but yeah it's a shame really yeah. because I think it's somewhere he would want to go he you know I think yeah he, he wouldn't have batted an it's idea hometown decided, team. But... it's his hometown team I think he would, would always yeah. want to go there but hey ho oh well um there are honorable mentions there for possible lad in spots just never say never That's all I'm gonna say I'm not pointing that out to Falcons, I'm pointing that out to anyone, all right? But someone I mean, might come we, in and just completely sweep it off the feet. If we just go for another couple of teams, Bill, that potential, I mean, Jacksonville Jaguars 25 to 1, they need a quarterback. Uh, they have got I the think first that, pick, Trevor Lawrence, is probably going to be the more. I think Urban Meyer scenario. would rather, yeah, I think Urban Meyer would rather take the chance on building Trevor Lawrence than taking someone like Deshaun now. Um, but they are there. But I think, yeah, I think if they didn't have the number one overall pick, it might have been a little bit different. But I, I don't think they're going to be in the running for it, really. Um, but it could happen. they got draft capital. I mean, what the Texans want. I don't think Deshaun Watson would go, personally, <laughs> to, to Jacksonville. But because they, they um, are in a rebuild again. Yeah, the other one I want to just mention, uh, the Washington, you know, obviously made the playoffs this yeah. year. It's a very good young defence. They've got plenty of space. Alex Smith is probably going to retire. Yeah. Again, they probably lack the capital. I think they're picking nineteenth, yeah. obviously, I, with the playoffs. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, I think that's it's another way scenario, isn't it? Where I think Deshaun Watson wouldn't mind going there at all, but obviously, I don't think the Texans would take what Washington would give them. Really, I, I do quite like the idea of him at Washington. I think it would really improve that team. 
Oh, massively. You you look at they. <laughs> I think they'd win the division for the for, for 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 the foreseeable future, like the Patriots did. Unless the teams below them didn't sort their shit out, <laughs> it'd be amazing. Yeah. They go on like a four or five year run and just completely win the division every year. <laughs> but no, it's not a bad. It's not a bad mention. I think you know it's not completely out of the picture. So yeah. Other than that. Yeah, I, I don't know if there anyone else really mentioned Jimbo in terms of actual logic. No, I, I, I think that you know most places are not really going to have the capital of the of the teams we've mentioned. I think for me, obviously, Miami would be the most likely, probably followed by New England. I mean, what's what's your take? Uh, I'd probably put someone like yeah, I'd probably put Miami there personally. I think they'd be favourite. I'd then probably put the Jets purely based on the capital, and I think Robert Sala could convince Watson. Um, and then I'd probably put New England after that. So that'd, that'd be my top three. Holding, number 55, 10-yard penalty. On that one, guys, thank you very much for listening. We just thought we'd have to point out, you know, we're going to be do, doing, obviously, a few of these in the off-season. Uh, we're deciding what we're going to do. Uh, we'll put up on our social media, uh, going through some ideas that we're going to do um, after the Super Bowl. But obviously, we still want games to cover. So keep an eye out for the podcast coming up this week as well, as obviously we've got the the championship games, Jimbo, which we're very much looking forward to. So keep an eye out on our preview for that weekend as well. Uh, anything else other to add then, Jimbo? No, I think I think that's covered about everything. I look forward to the preview show. Definitely so. Thank you very much for listening again, guys. Hope you're staying safe. Take care of yourselves. See you next time.